Thank you, Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. You have saved the Cleveland Browns from themselves. Welcome to the This Is Believe One podcast. Yes, Mike McCarthy is now the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I wanted Josh McDaniels for some time now. I am not a believer in Mike McCarthy. I feel that the whole new and improved Mike McCarthy is a sham. It's not real. McCarthy needs to be somewhere where he has as many of the responsibilities of the head coach taken away from him. I don't trust his decision-making. I'm very skeptical of his football IQ. I doubt taking the year away and hanging out with pro football focus and Jim Hazlitt has really made him that much better of a coach. I think he will work out fine in Dallas. He could be better than Jason Garrett, but the floor literally is Jason Garrett for him. That's the floor. The ceiling could also be Jason Garrett. I just knew that I did not want the Browns to hire him. There's just so much about him that is unlikable. And it leaves Cleveland to have their their choice of the options that are still there. So McCarthy is in Dallas. Ron Rivera is in Washington. Matt Rule has told the Browns no. Okay, bye. Now, it's McDaniels. It is Stefanski. They interviewed Sala today. And uh, or they already interviewed Sala. They already interviewed uh, Brian Dable. I think those are more of information gathering interviews, discussions, just trying to acquire some knowledge about how those organizations operate. I, I think the, the coaching decision is ultimately going to come down between McDaniels and Stefanski. And I think the fact that Stefanski is still in the playoffs with the Vikings and that he can't be announced as their head coach, all that other fun stuff, and that McDaniels could just literally walk into Cleveland today, give an interview, if anything sounds good, sign on the dotted line, and boom, they have their head coach tonight. I think that gives the advantage to McDaniels. There's also the fact that the Haslams love McDaniels. They've wanted him for a while. They've gone in the opposite direction a couple times for because let's be blunt, they're easily swayed. They're easily they they try to at least Jimmy. Speaking about Jimmy, he he's someone who wants to ask anyone and everyone about how to run his football team and be a better owner and how to be a great organization. A lot of times that leads to him just making a decision based off of the last bit of information he hears. There's a story that Mike Lombardi tells about Jimmy Haslam and that how Jimmy Haslam would have him come to his office and ask him, how do I be a great owner? And, you know, Lombardi would go over this big list of things and, you know, Haslam would take notes about everything, write it all down. And two weeks later, he'd ask him the same question and go through the exact same series of events again. Speaks more about Haslam and him just 
des- I guess, desire for information, but inability to retain information once he hears new information. Now, apparently, this is also another story from Mike Lombardi. Uh, he was under the impression that when he was back with the Browns a few years back, that McDaniels was going to be the guy. He got on a plane with the impression that Josh McDaniels was going to be the head coach. And when he landed, everything changed. Someone talked to Haslam between the time that Lombardi got the impression that McDaniels was the coach and when Lombardi landed. So someone talked to him and changed his mind. I think the fact that D. Haslam is being more involved in this coaching search will impact things a little bit more. Uh, Jimmy tends to get in his own way a lot. I think if D's there to help guide him in the right direction, they'll come to a more, I guess, uh, amicable decision. The Haslam's really like McDaniels. I feel that McDaniels is going to end up being the coach. There's now kind of a sense of urgency for teams that need a head coach. That means Cleveland, that means the Giants, that means Carolina. Now, when looking at those options, someone like McDaniels has to evaluate a couple things. And even just for fun, we'll throw Dallas into the mix for a second. Even though they're not an option anymore, but this is something I thought of yesterday before McCarthy took the uh, Cowboys job. What McDaniel's going to need to look at is how meddlesome is the owner going to be in football operations? Does the team have a quarterback? Will he be allowed to be, you know, pick his own staff? If the team does have a quarterback, is it a quarterback he likes? And how far away from contention are they? Now, we'll start with Dallas and eliminate them really quick. How meddlesome the owner is. Jerry Jones is very meddlesome. They have a quarterback. He may or may not be allowed to pick his own assistants. I'm not sure if McCarthy is right now. Uh, There's a lot of rumblings about the assistant coaching staff's already in place, so that'll be fun. But... That team's close to contention and just needs to be elevated. McDaniels hypothetically done that, but a couple things are knocked off the list here. Looking at the Giants, uh, Dave Gettleman is not the best general manager. They might have a quarterback in Danny Dimes. I don't know. There are a lot of holes in that Giants team. They're not that close to contention. Looking at Carolina, it's very... Very close to the best possible option for him. We're looking at a place where he's not going to be forced into uh, certain assistant coaches and people on the staff. He's going to have some, I guess, uh, good discussions about roster building with the front office and how that team is constructed because they they got rid of Ron Rivera and everyone else because they wanted to start new 
you know, that it's part of the new ownership group. They're not that far off from contention, but they're not close to it either. They're kind of in that purgatory level. And they they have questions about the quarterback. Um, healthy Cam Newton's great. Healthy Cam Newton hasn't been healthy Cam Newton for a while. So that kind of removes them from that. I mean, they can't... They're going to have to do something with the quarterback position. It has to be addressed. Cam Newton is primed for a fresh start somewhere else. So that brings us to Cleveland. You look at somewhere... They don't have a GM yet. They have what they think is a quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Josh McDaniels apparently loves Baker Mayfield. He will be allowed to pick his own assistants. He's not going to be forced into anything. And the the ownership, the front office, the franchise believes they're closer to contention than what they played like this season. Jimmy Haslam isn't necessarily that meddlesome, at least compared to Jerry Jones. He does tend to have a quick trigger figure when firing people. So, you know, Freddie Kitchens one year. John Dorsey. Uh, The only one lasting a long time that shouldn't have was Hugh Jackson. But Jimmy Haslam does tend to fire people. He does tend to, I guess, uh, become impatient. And that would be the only, I guess, red flag but if we're looking at the things that would attract Josh McDaniels to a particular job, I would say Cleveland checks more of those boxes off than the other teams. The The issue was going to come down to is if Cleveland has their interview and then they offer him a deal. Because from what I've heard, McDaniels isn't going to want to be part of a candidate pool or sit and wait to get that potential job offer. He wants to interview, make sure he likes what he's hearing from the ownership group, from everyone else, then sign on down the line and get to work. He doesn't want to have to sit around and wait for a phone call to be, yeah, uh, I know our interview was three days later, or three days ago. We've decided to make you our head coach. Would you like to be our head coach? The answer is no. He wants it to be interview, sign a deal. Put a pen and paper in front of him, and let's go. With ownership, liking McDaniels, with some of the other people that they talk to already, I think that is a scenario that is more likely than not, is that they'll talk to McDaniels, they'll get all the information, you know, they'll have their, I guess the interview that they should have had multiple times now, but haven't had the interview, make sure everything, you know, falls in line, dot, 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 checks all the boxes, McDaniels hears the stuff he wants to hear from the ownership, they work on a presentation or plan for general manager, team moving forward, philosophy, all that other, you know, you know, bullshit that goes on in coaching interviews. But, all right, this sounds like a good fit. Let's go. Signs the deal. Browns announce them. That, that should be what happens. That is what I expect to happen. If it doesn't happen right after McDaniel's interviews, I feel that he's going to go either to Carolina or New York because he's going to want to just make sure that he's 
And it's like an immediate decision. He doesn't want to sit and wait around. He wants to be able to get to work. Browns are supposed to be interviewing him today. They have their chance to bring him in, offer him a deal, lock him up, and let's go. Let's see if they do it Monday. 